Hi there, my name is Natalie Nation and you're listening to Feed That Nation. registered dietitian, I'm a health educator, a content creator, a college student just like you, and I'm a mac and cheese expert. I create content here on Feed That Nation all about college life, college health, and college wellness. My goal is to help you, my fellow college students, to be more successful, more confident, and more healthy in your student journey. I upload new podcast episodes every Wednesday right here to YouTube and to your favorite podcast listening platforms. And I upload vlogs every Saturday all about college life, my life, and whatever else I can get up to during the week. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram. I am at FeedThatNation. Now, before I get into today's episode all about staying active in college, winter COVID edition, I wanted to give you, as per usual, my food, my follow, and my fun for the week. My food this week isn't really a food, but it is water. I have water in my drinking cup right here and I have been working really hard to stay hydrated in the last couple of weeks. I bring this with me pretty much everywhere. It goes with me to work. It sits with me at my desk when I'm doing schoolwork. It's right here while I'm podcasting. Drink your water people. Stay hydrated. My follow for this week is a YouTuber named Sarah Beth. She is Sarah Beth Yoga and she has so many amazing yoga videos follow along at home. I am so glad that I found her channel because I always find the right yoga video for how I'm feeling and what I need at the moment. My two favorite videos of hers are her 30 minute splits stretch routine. I've been really loving that one. It's just a whole bunch of really nice, long, deep holding poses, lots of hip and leg and back flexibility, super nice. And then I also really like her 10 minute bedtime yoga in bed video. That one's just such a fun one to end the day with. It's a bunch of really simple, long yoga poses that you can do laying down in bed. So nice. I would definitely recommend checking out Sarah Beth Yoga. I will link her below. My fun this week in relation to the topic of today's video is to move your body do something joyful. You know, maybe that's put on your favorite song and dance. Maybe that is try really hard to master a handstand. You know, whatever it is in the space you have within your own abilities, move your body, do something really fun this week. So a couple of months ago, I actually did do a video that was all about staying active in college. And I will link it below and in the show notes for this episode because I'm really proud of that episode. I think it's really important that college students are actually taking the time to be really intentional about staying active. But I wanted to do a follow-up episode because there seems to be a caveat with staying active as a college student for anyone who lives not in the South or on the West Coast. And that is that it is really, really hard to stay active when it is cold outside and then there's the added complication of being in the middle of a global pandemic and not necessarily being able to go to the places that we used to go to move our bodies or spend time with the people we used to spend time with while we moved our bodies. 
And so I wanted to create an episode to address some of that, to give you guys some tips to validate how I'm sure you are feeling right now, given how frustrating this all is. And this is as much an episode for me as I hope it is for you. And so I'm really excited to dive in. I also want to address, before we actually get into this episode, that staying active doesn't necessarily pertain to just working out and doing workouts. I think staying active has to do with moving our bodies in any way and keeping our bodies moving, keeping our bodies active, you know, and that doesn't necessarily have to mean running a 5k or lifting or playing soccer or whatever the heck else you want to do. Staying active can mean taking a lap around the house every hour or so when you go to refill your water bottle. You know, it can mean taking 10 minutes in the morning and 10 minutes in the evening to just do some simple stretches, you know, running up and down the stairs a few times just to get your blood pumping when you're feeling complete Zoom fatigue. It doesn't have to mean a formal workout. Staying active, at least in my opinion, just means moving your body in ways that feel good and making sure you're doing it regularly. Staying active, moving our bodies, working out, getting sweaty, getting our hearts pumping, whatever you want to call it, whatever definitions work for you, it's a lot harder to do in the winter for a lot of reasons. The first of which is that our bodies can kind of get tricked by the fact that the sun sets so much earlier and rises so much later than usual. There's a lot more darkness, and so even when it's 6 p.m. and we could conceivably still do a workout, our bodies kind of think, wow, it's so late. I don't think I can do a workout this late at night. And that's frustrating. It's also really hard when your favorite types of working out are involving going outside. You know, maybe you really love playing soccer or throwing a frisbee around with your friends or running or biking. It can be really hard to do those things when there's snow on the ground. You know, it's really not practical to bike in the snow. It's not always practical to run when there's ice on the sidewalks. You know, it's hard to play soccer on a field covered in six inches of snow. And I think there's also the component that I won't really spend a lot of time on in this episode, but I definitely will in the future of seasonal affective depression or SAD, where we just don't feel good in the winter. We're tired, we're sad, we're moody. It's not fun. And that can make it really hard to motivate ourselves into moving our bodies, even if moving our bodies is going to be something that's really going to benefit us. Because the thing is, physical activity, staying active, exercising is so good for so many of our body's systems. It helps with sleep. It helps with chronic pain sometimes. It can help with migraines sometimes. It can help with mental health, like anxiety and depression. It can help with period cramps if you're someone who gets periods. Like, it is really good for regulating your appetite when you're moving your body. Like, so many things physical activity is good for, and... It's so hard sometimes, even when we know that physical activity is good for us, to actually get ourselves to do it, especially in the winter. And then we have this added COVID, the COVID factor, the COVID component of not only are we not able to go to the places that we're comfortable going to work out, you know, maybe we don't feel comfortable going to the gym or maybe our gym isn't open. Maybe the equipment we like to use at the gym isn't as convenient to use because you know, only one person can be in a certain area at a time and you have to sanitize and wipe it down and whatever else. You know, if you're somebody whose physical activity involves 
dance or gymnastics, you know, the places that you go to do those things might not be open right now. You might not be able to do the same things there that you used to do. If your physical activity involved going and playing ultimate frisbee or basketball with your friends on the weekends, it's, it's not always practical or safe to do that. And then we add in the fact that we've been in this pandemic for nine months now and it's just starting to drag, personally, it's starting to drag me down. And I know a lot of my friends are feeling the same way of just feeling like this is never going to end. And all of that can contribute to not wanting to do anything because depression, you know? I think the first thing I want to address in this episode is that it is totally valid that you might not be feeling like you want to do physical activity right now. It is totally valid if you're feeling like you just don't want to move your body. And it's totally valid if you haven't been moving your body very much because that's where we're at right now. And I want to give you permission to allow yourself to rest and allow yourself to be okay with the amount that your body is moving at this moment. And I want you to be able to give yourself permission to be okay with that. And that's a really hard thing to do. And I think something that really has helped shift the paradigm for me is that I want to move my body because I want to, not because I'll feel guilt or shame if I don't. And so if that's a, a paradigm shift, a mindset shift that would help you, I encourage you to just say that out loud to yourself a few times, write it down for yourself a few times. Now, when it comes to staying active in the winter during COVID, I do have some suggestions, I do have some tips, I do have some advice. But again, let's go back to the fact that it's totally valid if you're not really feeling like moving your body right now. I think my first tip is to reevaluate the way that you think about staying active and moving your body because like I said at the beginning, it doesn't always have to mean a formal workout. Vacuuming and mopping and sweeping, that's moving your body. Shoveling snow is definitely moving your body. Playing with a small child if there's one in your household or a pet if there's one in your household is definitely moving your body. Goofing around and dancing with your roommates or your partner or the people you live with, that is definitely meaningful movement right there. I mean, if you have a Wii, play it old school and do some like Wii workouts or something. That's definitely moving your body. Just dance or if you're really old school, PlayStation 2, Dance Dance Revolution. Nation siblings know where it's at, but that's totally moving your body and it's totally valid and it's fun. And I think about even smaller ways that moving your body counts. You know, if you are folding laundry, that counts. If you're cooking, that counts. That's moving your body. Basically anything that isn't sitting still and remaining sedentary for 24 hours a day is moving your body. And so I don't want you to feel like something doesn't count because it's not enough because it counts, it's enough. Right now, it's enough. And even if we weren't in a pandemic, even if it wasn't winter, it's still enough. I think we knew at the beginning of the pandemic that virtual workouts were gonna be more popular. There are a lot of gyms right now doing virtual workouts with their trainers, and there are a lot of fitness professionals and fitness influencers who do you know, daily or weekly workouts online for free or for a small fee. 
And I think that has been something that benefits a lot of people out there because you are still getting to connect. You are still getting to sweat and do the things that you want to do. And I think either if you're doing a live class or a pre-recorded class, or if you're going to find some workout on YouTube, that in itself is really powerful. And like I said before, one of my favorite YouTubers for this is Sarah Beth Yoga because she just has so many different yoga videos. I tend to prefer the long, slow stretch ones, but she's got a ton of faster moving power yoga and yoga sculpt type of flows and whatever you're feeling, you know, whatever type of workout you're feeling, there's definitely a video out there for you. And so I want you to seek that out. I want you to find what is going to jive with you. And if you're having a hard time finding workout videos or physical activity videos that fit maybe not having weights or not having equipment, try searching keywords like body weight circuit or at home workout and those keywords are going to help you out there. I think also it's easy to forget that there are some winter activities that you can do outside that are really fun and Cross-country skiing is definitely one of those. Um, I've only been a couple of times in my life, but I can assure you it's definitely a great way to get your heart pumping, definitely a great way to get sweaty. It's fun. My husband really enjoys it, and I don't enjoy it quite as much as he does, but it's still enjoyable when I'm in the mood for it. Snowshoeing would be another really good one. There's also, you can do a hike. You can, if you feel comfortable, you can ice skate or play hockey. But if there are physical activities that you can do that you want to do outside, definitely go for it. And I do acknowledge here that a lot of these activities are expensive. They're not always practical. They're not always safe. And so only within your own abilities and your own safety do I encourage these activities. But if you can and if you enjoy them, go for it. Something I used to suggest when I was working with high school and college age athletes is to make it fun, make it really goofy, and have a good time with it, especially if you have friends. That kind of simultaneous ability to lift each other up and also hold each other accountable is really powerful. And I used to joke around that they should just call each other and FaceTime and see who can hold a plank the longest, you know, that kind of thing. But if it makes you laugh, and it gets you moving. I definitely think that something like that would be so fun. <laughs> I would definitely not do a plank contest with anybody because I would for sure lose, but I just think that just sounds so joyful. And so if that would bring you joy, absolutely do it. One of the benefits, I think, if there are benefits to a global pandemic is that for people who are home more often than they used to be, and this isn't everybody, and it's definitely a privilege to be able to be home so much and to be able to stay more socially distanced and safe, is that, at least for me, there are fewer barriers to stand in my way when it comes to deciding to get my body moving, to get a little sweaty. I think it used to be a lot more challenging when I was an undergrad and I lived on campus. It was, it was a lot of effort to get my body moving, to decide that I wanted to get sweaty, and then to have to go find the workout clothes and go find the shoes and the clean socks and the supportive sports bra and whatever else I needed. 
and then to get out the door and walk to the gym on campus. And granted, it wasn't that far of a walk, but sometimes just having to go through so many of those steps to work out, or it felt like if the only way to meaningfully work out was to go through all of those steps, and so I ended up not doing it more often than I did because it was just such a big mental task for me. And that could just be me. It could be my ADHD. It could be something else. It could be childhood trauma from being picked last in gym class, you know, the stuff I work on in therapy. It's probably layered. It's probably a lot like the Shrek thing with the onions have layers. But being home more often and i mean those of you watching me on youtube i'm wearing sweatpants and a sweatshirt i could conceivably like start getting my body moving right this moment i wouldn't need necessarily to get ready to work out and i think that's been something that's helped me is to realize that i don't have to be ready to work out necessarily if i want to do 10 minutes of yoga I can sit down on my floor and do 10 minutes of yoga right there. If I want to get a little sweaty, there's nothing stopping me from finding a great song on YouTube or on Spotify and just playing it and goofing off. And I think that's been really positive for me is to realize that the things that used to stand in my way aren't an issue anymore and to realize that maybe they never were. Maybe most of it was in my head. Maybe most of it was things that I needed to work on and work through. And so I'd encourage you to think about that. Think about what barriers are standing in your way. You know, is it that you don't have enough sports bras? Is it that you don't enjoy certain types of physical activity, but that's all you've ever done? You know, is it that you feel self-conscious that if you work out, people are gonna see you or hear you? Find ways around that. Find what those blocks are and then work on the paradigm shifts. I think also to bring the COVID factor back in is that I work really hard not to judge people's personal decision making because I don't know them. I don't know their life. I know for me personally, I stay home pretty much 98% of the time and the times that I leave the house are for trips like grocery shopping or to the pharmacy that are essential and can't be skipped and to go to work because I work an in-person job. And that can mean that I'm not getting to spend time with friends. That can mean that, you know, the friends that I might have worked out with or the friends that I might have gone on walks with, you know, I'm not really doing that right now. And that's not fun, but I'm making that choice because it feels right for me and for my family and for my loved ones and our safety collectively. And so I'd really encourage you to think about what you need in order to keep you and your loved ones and the people around you safe. And I'm not judging, but it's gonna be a lot harder to avoid COVID if you're working out unmasked in a poorly ventilated public space with other people. I realize that sounded kind of judgmental. I'm working on it. I'm an imperfect human. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope something has inspired you. I will definitely link below Sarah Beth Yoga because I really get a lot of uplifting out of her videos. I really like them. I'll link my two favorite videos of hers, especially the bedtime yoga video. Oh my gosh, you guys. Like, if you are having trouble sleeping, my husband and I, we 
did this video like every night before bed for like a month and now we do it probably more occasionally like once a week now but it I have lobby and trained myself after doing the video I am out I am asleep it's awesome I hope you find ways to move your body joyfully this week stay hydrated oh, definitely do your best to enjoy the weather I think whether or not you live, whether or not, whether or not you live in a warm place or a cold place, there's always going to be things that are difficult about moving your body. And so I'd really encourage you to dive deep and dive inward to think about why that is and how you can shift your own paradigm. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram. I am at Feed That Nation. I upload new podcast episodes right here to YouTube and to your favorite podcast listening platforms every Wednesday. And I upload vlogs every Saturday. I will see you in a couple days on Saturday with a vlog. Have a great week, everybody. I'll see you soon.